Blog Talk Radio. share with us an editing duel every Thursday. So on It's Lit Thursday, for those who are just tuning in, that's really the time that um, we just take the drop jewels, just just here and there. It's always going to be something educational, uh, a moment where we can pour into other people. Because a lot of times you have some people that may not have uh, resources. So we're going to shout out different resources on Thursdays. They may not have, they may be going through editing woes. Um, they may not understand some of the editing um, remarks that's being sent back from their editor. 
Um, and they may not have an editor. They may be doing self-editing, and they just need to have just, just little jewels dropped on them so that they can um, make those good choices when it comes down to their editing beyond just copy editing. So we're going to drop mm-hmm. some jewels, Absolutely. some resources. We're going to talk that talk. Today we're talking about that synopsis. Now we're talking about the synopsis because it seems to be that the synopsis is the most difficult thing to write for authors. And not that it's hard mm-hmm. to write, but it's hard to write and make it stay by me at the same time. Does that make sense? It does. Because that's part of the, the, the eye candy, as we love to call it here on this chat. Absolutely. And see, the thing about your synopsis, and it's, it is part of the eye candy, like she said, that's part of the by me effect. Your cover mm-hmm. says by me. Your your title says by me. Your uh, the even the way your name sits on the cover says by me. That mm-hmm. synopsis says by me. The summary on the back of the book or inside of the book says by me. And when it doesn't, it makes it really difficult for readers to want to buy your book, right? Because mm-hmm. your eye candy Absolutely. is not popping like it should be. So we're gonna have I'm. Our authors come on here. They're going to talk that talk about different ways that they have learned to write their synopsis um, and share, you know, some of that experience. And then we're going to talk that talk with us about their own personal um, experience, their their books, and the different things that, that they got going on. We got our first guest, y'all. Now, let me tell you about this here pen. Man, pen. I didn't even know it existed. But now that I know, I'll be telling everybody about it, y'all. It ain't nothing <laughs> nice, y'all. And I say that in a good way. It ain't nothing nice. It ain't It ain't nothing nice. It's cold. <laughs> and it's not often that I call the Augustine cold. Yeah, it's not often that I say that, but it's cold. I love it. I love mm-hmm. her pen. I love her style of writing and the way she, she just puts her content together. It just breathes. It breathes through her. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm off my soap, mm-hmm. my, my reader soapbox. <laughs> but all of y'all authors, this is how readers talk about y'all. When we spread word of mouth, because that's what we do on Let's Chat, we're here to spread word of mouth. But when readers are spreading word of mouth, this is how they talk about you. To, they, to the people that don't mm-hmm. know you, to other readers that they may know, they talk about you just like this. Absolutely. That's how and your work develop legs. It develops legs, whereas you don't even have to post a link. As long as you have readers that enjoy your work, that work is always going to remain relevant. But, as you know, Alicia and I, we always just started. We have so many new people online um, listening to the chat room and also on our podcast that may not know necessarily what we do here on this chat. It's spreading word, like we said, is top first and foremost. But just to give you a quick rundown that Leisha and I do here on Let's Chat, we are first and foremost readers. We are passionate about a good pen, whether it be cold, whether it be hot, it's all the same. We love an awesome (laughs) pen. Let me just say, Mm -hmm. and that eye candy still is part of what we love here on Let's Chat. But we love celebrating it in a royal way, but we're not just avid readers. We are lovers of all arts. You know, Leisha and I started this Let's Chat at the ground in the ground roof, we have come a long way. Uh, we love doing it in a royal 
and fun and intimate environment. We get to hear the passion. At least we look like we have some passionate guests tonight in the chat room. But we get to hear the passion behind what it is that they do. And they share their time with us because you never know who may listen, may be listening, that it can touch them and, and just inspire them to get on the road to their journey. So we so appreciate all of our guests coming in. Make sure you check out our archives. Lisa and I have had some of everybody come through the doors of Let's Chat. We have musicians, artists, you know, actors, publishers, you name it, politicians. They have come through the doors of Let's Chat. So make sure you check out Let's Chat's archives. They are so rich. We have such a huge jewelry box. Many jewels have been dropped here on Let's Chat Leash. We really have been blessed. I'm serious. So make sure you check them out. Get ready for a great show. It's Lit Thursday. That synopsis, hmm, like Lee said, that's one of the hardest parts of how to get your book together. Welcome. Absolutely. It is. I don't know what it is about the synopsis. Well, you know what it is. It's because I think people confuse synopsis in a summary. Do you think that could be true, mm. that they confuse I, the synopsis in the mm-hmm. summary? Because the synopsis mm-hmm. is kind of like a, a no bigger than a tweet. You know, it, it's supposed, it's really just there to say, buy me. Like, this is what I'm about, boom, 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 to make people just mm-hmm. buy, want to buy the, the book more um, and give mm-hmm. them a little insight, just a little taste on their tongue of what you got coming. Not the whole mm-hmm. story, just a little taste, just just a little bit. Um, even mm-hmm. like excerpts, we'll talk about excerpts. I think we are. Did we do excerpts? Nope, we didn't do excerpts yet, but we'll talk about excerpts too. But uh, it's just a little taste on a tongue of what to expect in the book that you have. And a mm-hmm. lot of times, I think that people have so much going on that they don't know how to just bring it all together in just one clean, crisp, um, little tight little box. You know, a lot of times mm-hmm. they can't do that. And that's where, mm-hmm. you know, you have editors that help you do that. Or if you have publishers, they help you um, with that skill. Or even if that, and you are a self-published author, um, then you have other authors that you can get with, even um, writing, uh, they have these different writing groups. Um, like in Atlanta, mm-hmm. they have the Atlanta Writers um, Association and the different associations. They have critiquing. They have mm-hmm. uh, they have a where when you're a member, you might get uh, the first page critiqued. They might have a someone coming in and they might offer to critique the first um, half of the book. You know, sometimes they just offer different things like that uh, free to their members. And so if you have, mm-hmm. like, if you don't have that support system, you have to have that support system around you, people that you can tap into, writer friends that that can help you um, get going. I thought I saw not too long ago somebody had offered that as a service, um, helping uh, people write their synopsis um Mm -hmm. but i mean people do it as a service but you gotta you gotta look around you have to check you utilize your rolodex before you open up your wallet though yes Mm -hmm. i'm a promoter but i say this utilize your rolodex your wallet that means utilize the people around you the people that that you can tap into here and there a lot of things that i've learned i've learned because i was able to tap into different people 
and I didn't have mm-hmm. to use a coin every time I tapped in. You know, it was just that I have mm-hmm. that relationship to be able to do that. And so when you have relationships with authors or even publishers, you know, because a lot of most publishers are authors, tap into that. Mm-hmm. Tap into your Rolodex, people that you have at a fingertip, people that you have at a click um, that will pour into you. Because most authors, mm-hmm. most of them will pour into you. They ain't going to pour you the whole cup. Now, they're not going to pour the whole cup, so don't get greedy. But they're going to pour you a little bit. <laughs> they're going to pour you a little bit before they ask for some coin. Because nine times out of ten, a consultation is a service that they provide. So you want to mm-hmm. keep that in mind. But tap into your Rolodex before you tap into your wallet. All right. And there in mind, another jewel. In the jewelry <laughs> box of less cat. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we got a fabulous, fabulous show today. We got three fabulous guests coming on here today. Um, but that's her pen, y'all. Let me tell y'all about that pen. I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all need to. She's she's actually an author under Ebony. Um, and that pen, I only saw a little snack of it. But ever since I saw that snack, I've been like, oh, my God. It ain't nothing nice, y'all. Y'all got to go out. Make sure y'all get y'all one clip popping because you will not be disappointed. Uh, I, I guarantee that. And <laughs> I'm telling y'all. And then our well, next guest, I have the hardest. <laughs> Absolutely. You're going to enjoy it. And when you start reading her books, T, you're going to be like, yes. Like when you were in, uh, like when you were telling me about Destiny Sky. Mm-hmm. Yes. Her pen, you're gonna be, you're gonna be, mm-hmm. she's gonna bring you into her, her inbox. Like, what happened on page fifty three? What was going on? Uh, I, I need more. It's, it's one of those things. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> and now the next guest, um, I have the hardest time pronouncing his name. Y'all know here on Let's Chat, we can tear a name up real good. I call him Jay. That's what I call him. Um. <laughs> But I do, I, I can't, I don't know what it is. I can tear a name of really good, and T can too. So we like to make sure um, that we get it right. Um, so we're going to have Mr. McIntosh make sure he tells us how to pronounce his first name. I think it's mm-hmm. Jay-Zeri. Jay-Zeri? We're going to you know make what? sure I'm that's correct. Right. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to say uh-huh. Jazir. we got to see who's coming closer. Jazir. Okay, okay, we're going to see, we're going to see, we're going to see. Because I call him Jay. Mr. McIntosh, he's up in here in the chat room. Uh, he is awesome, 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 awesome. Just his spirit and his personality is everything, y'all. Um, I can't wait for him to come in here and just be able to talk that talk with y'all. And then we actually have a musical guest today. We have a Mississippi recording artist, uh, Trill Trey. He's going to come in here and talk that talk about his new project. So I'm excited we're going to take a brief break, and we're going to come back and let uh, Miss Vet come in here and talk that talk with us. Okay. This is State of Emergency. <laughs> bitches, 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 bitches. You want me to bitches, do? I'm sorry. Bitches, bitches, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Corporate love and hustle. Back. Making money hustle. Independent business. 24 struggles. On the block hustle. Crooked cop hustle. Hustle, working the pole, that's your goal, 24 struggle, counterfeit hustle, 
writing books, hustle. In, in, in the pen with your pen, 24 
presented it to Ebony, I was like, so I have this title for you. And she was like, okay, shoot it to me. And I was like, well, how does dope the rise of, I said cocaine queen. And she was like, mm-mm, no, absolutely mm-mm. not. Yeah, that's used a lot. She was like, yeah. no. <laughs> she was like, no. She was like, how about dope the rise of a coke queen? And I was like, perfect. Perfect. And we just went from there. She was like, okay, you give me the story and I'll give you the cover. And she used a live model for the cover. Mm-hmm. She's so beautiful. And um, four years later, I'm now working on my 19th novel. Wow. So, yeah, it's been it's been a journey for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, so that's I've got a, lot. a question. <laughs> Absolutely, because you're on your 19th novel, so we we want to go back. I want to go back to when you decided to sit down and write you a book, and you decided to to say that this is something going on in your world at that time. What was your thought process when you decided to make it happen? Well, at the time, I was working as a nurse. So um, I actually grew up with Ebony's husband, Brandon. We went to school together. Uh And so I reached out to him, and I was like, listen, I want to write my life story, but I don't know where to start. And he was like, oh, okay, I'll introduce you to my wife. And I was like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Uh, That's okay. (laughs) I'll just Because, listen, I get really nervous about meeting people because, I didn't know how she would react with a pen to me. Like this? Girl, and I, I don't believe it. <laughs> with a pen like that, she ain't nervous, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly was. I was so nervous. I was so nervous. He was like, nope, calm down. She's professional. <laughs> she, mm-hmm. she has a, um, she's out of town. She has a book signing. I'll let her know. And he did. And she didn't call me that day, but she called me the next day. In fact, they called me on three-way, and I talked to her. Uh And she told me what I needed to do, how to do it, and she said that she would be with me every step of the way, and she was, and she still is to this day, Mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. Wow. But I, I didn't release my life story as my first novel. I wrote it, but it was put on the back burner because it wasn't ready to be released. Mm. So, mm-hmm. So, um, I really... So, when we, like, when we gonna get that? When we gonna my get My story? Look, now I'm out there reader mode. Look, I'll have it when we gonna get it. <laughs> it's, it's already out. Visions, um, Visions of My Past, it's already out. Okay. It's already out. Visions of My Past. Okay, we gonna make a note of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already on Amazon. I don't need to know. I got it. Look, <laughs> I'm telling y'all, this is what readers do. When, when y'all, when we get to be able to experience that author, 
we go, we tell our girlfriend, we're like, girl, what you got? Girl, let me tell you what I read. Oh, oh, uh-huh. And then we find out more about the author, then we head over to Amazon, and we want click. Mm-hmm. And then we read the book, exactly. and then we talk about it amongst each other. And then we talk about it amongst other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why and then we talk about it. And then we bring it to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yep, then we bring them to the show, and we let y'all experience them. And so y'all can talk about them, too. But, yeah, her pen is really dope. It's really dope. So Thank you. You wrote the book about your life. You're on your, your 19th mm-hmm. book. How has your pen grown from this, your very first novel to the time you wrote the end on your last novel? Um, all right. So when I first started, I wrote my words the way I speak or the way I spoke like me and you talking now I would write it just like that or Mm -hmm. when I first came into this business like I said I'm from Mississippi so I was just all over the place I was very broken in my English I was really 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 country let's just put it that way (laughs) so (laughs) yeah (laughs) So when I when I was writing my books, that's the way I spoke in my books. And Ebony would be like, absolutely not. You are going to rewrite this, and you're going to do it, and I'm not going to put it out until you do it. And I would have All a right. fit, and she would be like, and I don't care. Absolutely not. That is Ebony You're going to do it. That is Ebony all the way. That is her all the way. That is Ebony all the day. I can hear her telling you. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And then she, like, pressed her lips together, and her her little cheeks, so she got these cheek jaws. Y'all know Ebony. She got these little cheeks mm-hmm. in her, but she'd be like, mm-mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. We love it. We love it. Mm-hmm. So now you you got your book written, and you mm-hmm. you 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 got you on that nineteenth book. What 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 kind of things can we expect from you? What what kind of visions do you have for yourself if we were to be sitting here uh, two years from now talking about some of the things you had accomplished? Movies. Um, Ebony and I, you know, we have the Karma Child series, and it's the biggest series we have and uh-huh. I I definitely see that as a movie because karma is one of the most talked about side pieces or side chicks in the game she was back then and she still is so definitely mm-hmm. movies I can see that mm-hmm. that's what I see basically mm-hmm. well, this yeah. is Tony and once again welcome you know, to the show, we, we, I absolutely, we just love us some Ebony. Um, but I want to ask you, you know, the, it's, it's Lit Thursday, and we're talking about synopsis. So I'm not sure how much you heard in the opening of the show. Now, that's part of the hardest, you know, parts of writing. Um, and since you are on your 19th book, you've had a little bit of experience. Has your ability to put out a great synopsis improved? Or is that something that you still kind of struggle with? I've written synopsis for other people. So really? To me, oh, yes. 
Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A synopsis is so easy. I can write them in my sleep, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the authors, what they don't know is when they write their prologue, if they reread their uh-huh. prologue, like I've read some prologues and I've found an entire synopsis in a prologue. Because mm-hmm. That's all you y'all. Y'all got your pen and papers out? Yeah. That's the right there. She done dropped it. Boom, boom, real quick. All you have to do is pick out keywords in that prologue mm-hmm. and put them, yeah, put them with words, like more colorful words or phrases and make a synopsis. Power words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just, basically, that's just it. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell. Mm-hmm. So oh, when they come great. to you, and I'm glad that you you said that because see now we can we can pick your brain. But when they come to you, and they are struggling with writing their synopsis, what are some of the the things that you see most that that authors are doing, um, which uh, could be making it harder for them? They're giving away the story in the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too much, too much. That's if you tell the story in the synopsis, they're not going to want to read that story. Mm-hmm. If you awesome. list every that's character great. that's in your book, in your synopsis, you don't have to list every character. You don't have to do that. Talk mm-hmm. about it. Tell them how many characters so, should be in that synopsis there. One to two, that's it. And those are the main two characters. Just Main two. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Good. Not even Great two. Deal. You can list just that one. You can just list that's just that one, and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's a great deal. Thank you. And, and it makes sense. You know, it makes perfect sense mm-hmm. if you apply it. Mm-hmm. Now, at the beginning mm-hmm. of the show, I said that sometimes I think that authors get confused with the they confuse the synopsis and the summary. Do you think that's what's happening when they're putting too much of a story in there? Absolutely, I do. Um, basically, mm-hmm. the synopsis is, is the synopsis is sell the book. A summary. Stay by me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a summary basically tells what already happened, something like the prologue. Well, it depends because some people, when they write their prologue, it's telling the ending of the story, and then they start all the way back over, like with chapter one. They say, well, this is what happened in the beginning, and then at the end they rewrite what happened in the prologue, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. I know I have done mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, what she's there's, saying, there's we difference. gotta break down for those new authors that don't know. So, what she's saying is, sometimes when people are writing their prologues, you want to always open up your book with with something that's going to grab the author, with the that's going to grab that reader's eye. And a lot of people take either a past event and bring it forward mm-hmm. and work their way back, or they they come out with a, a hot a hot scene, um, something that's going to draw you in first, get you excited, and then by the time you finish it, you you like you have no choice. So then they can start the book off slow, uh, and then mm-hmm. bring it back to um, expanding it back out to 
to excel it, but they got to be able to transition. And sometimes it's easier to transition when they have that prologue. Do you need one? No, but some people do use it. So I'm glad that you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, now this is Tony you. once again. I'm, Go I'm, ahead, I'm sorry, Lise. Again, and you shared with us that when you first started writing, you know, you, you wrote like you spoke, you know, so you struggled with that, but you, you conquered it. Have you had any other, you know, growth that you can share with our listening audience as a, as a, one, as a new author? Um, character development. Usually um, that's a struggle for a lot of new authors. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, and I see this a lot, um, they have trouble with allowing the characters to speak. I always say this. I say, let the characters speak through you. And normally they're like, what? What are you talking about? That's crazy. No, it's mm-hmm. not crazy. It's not crazy mm-hmm. at all. What I really mean is, Right now, you are in control of their emotions right now. So right. you get to say if they laugh, cry, whatever. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just, oh, she laughed, and that's it, period. Okay, well, how did she laugh? Like, huh. is it just a, sim- a simple laugh? Got to do. Did she laugh hysterically? Huh. How did she laugh? So, mm-hmm. yeah, character development for me was kind of hard, but it's easy now. It's mm-hmm. real easy. Mm-hmm. That was a, another thing. You just spoke on it. You just spoke on it. Yes. I hope our guest got at their, their notebooks out because she is filling up the jewelry box tonight. <laughs> That's that action and that emotion. And it's and it, I'm glad that she said that when she talked about the character development because a lot of times when we read when we read or we're proofreading or even beta reading, it's like sometimes it's like two bobbleheads talking. It don't have mm-hmm. nothing to do. It's just two 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 mm-hmm. puppets talking to each other. They don't have no emotion. <laughs> they don't have no action. <laughs> ain't nobody ain't nobody doing nothing. Normally when you're talking with your friend, especially if you in deep conversation, somebody's hands are moving. If they mad, mm-hmm. they neck is snapping. I mean, most men, they, they forehead got a crease in it. I mean, there's something going on that makes that person real. And so I'm glad that you brought, you brought that up because what are some of the ways that you learned how to expand and create your character? Life. And when I say life, mm. um, I use real, real emotions that I go through or that I've been through, and I push them into my characters. I cannot, for the life of me, make up a fake emotion for my character. I mm-hmm. have to put piece of me into any character that I create. I have to do that. Mm-hmm. I have to. Mm-hmm. It's the only way I feel like my characters are alive, they're real enough, the situation is real enough. So that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you have to be able to feel it. You want your, your readers mm-hmm. to feel it, and you want them to be, Absolutely. you know, to feel every beat, every everything that you're putting into that, that those pages. And that's mm-hmm. the, the, the recipe of a great book. That book Stay with you long mm-hmm. after you have read the last page when you feel mm-hmm. those words of an author. Right, right. Uh-huh. We actually have some hands up in the chat room, Lee. You want it? We have like two hands up. It's 
You want to take a call? Yeah, we'll or? take a hands up. I only see one hand. Okay, okay. we're gonna what? take um the first hand up that which was four seven zero two one three. She knows who this is. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Tony. Hey, hey, Anthony. I was about to say, y'all ought to know who I am without me saying my name. Yes. Hey, Monty. Hey, baby Kate. Look, she should have told y'all how she couldn't do a radio interview once upon a time. I'm telling you, I'm proud of you. Let me find out. She over here she not said all once. Sarah said um once. I like this. I gotta keep up with her now. She's doing an amazing to support the first lady of Diamante. Oh, absolutely. So we want to ask you, what what, what was it like um, being able to mold and um, expand her pen? I mean, she already had the ability. Uh, What was it like pulling it out of her? That wasn't you? That didn't have nothing to do with me. Mm -mm. She had the talent all on her own. Me and her fought so bad when I first signed her. I was trying to find Mm -hmm. her about ten times. Because every time I told her to come back and do something, I don't want to change it. I was like, well, I ain't putting it out until you do. So good luck with that. And I refused to release the book until she did what I asked her to do. This is Tony, Ebony, and, I, and I'm glad you're on with, with that. I, from, from her interview, I have gotten the, the sense that she has such a raw talent. Now, as a publisher, you know, when you in, entertain raw talent like that, what is it that you want to bring out of that raw talent just to, to make it just shine and just make it polished but still keep that raw talent edge? Confidence. Confidence, confidence, confidence. She didn't even know she could write mm. like that. Wow. That's powerful. She had no idea. Mm-hmm. Wow, I like that. It's, it's I love it. Once you know what you can do, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, sky's the limit and there's no door. That's what my husband tell me. So, you know, where where can you go from there? It's 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 just a matter of keep going. And then when she and I wrote Karma together, I can't tell you how many times I sent her back. I was like, nope, try it again. Mm-hmm. We would sit on mm-hmm. the phone for hours because by this time mm-hmm. I already had books out. I had already been doing it for a couple uh-huh. of years, you know, so I learned mm-hmm. a lot along the way. And I had people to teach me. That was the thing. So just like I taught her, somebody taught me. You know, I had Kingetta, mm-hmm. I had Nika. They were out way before me. They had books out way before I even stepped into this industry, period. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. I would right. call them at all times of the day, all times of the night. What you think about this? Mm-hmm. What you think about that? And Kingetta would be like, nope, try it again. Nico would be like, I don't like it. Try it again. So hey, y'all hear way, that? You know, she went to her. She went to her her Rolodex before she opened up her wallet. She went to the people around mm-hmm. her to tap into what they could help her with before she opened up her wallet to go to somebody mm-hmm. else. That's what it's all about. We love Kenyatta and Nika Michelle, but I love yeah, that. I'm that's good. that's what your my... support system does. Well, we yeah, so appreciate you coming to this. Plenty of time asking questions, and that's what people don't want to do. They don't want to ask questions, and then you got people who won't answer your questions mm-hmm. because 
They see me yeah. think it now puts you in the running for their job. Well, guess what? I'm in the lane of my own, and I ain't got no competition but me. Period. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing I tell her, and the same thing I tell any of the other people signed to DM out there. The only competition you have is who you were yesterday. So it takes right. That's right. In order to tell them where to look. Now, sometimes I'll be like, you know what? Read through this article right here because I want you to soak up what's in it. I don't want to just hand it to you to where you're not catching everything. But a lot, mm-hmm. I mean, we still got a lot of people in the industry that don't want to answer questions, don't want to give you their resources. I could care less because I'm in the least bit concerned about who who's writing the book because what I write and what you write is not ever going to be the same thing. Mm. Absolutely. Right, Even if yeah. you have the same idea, it's still not gonna come out the Absolutely. same. It's not gonna it's not gonna it's not gonna transition the same. The pen, everybody, every author has a signature that they leave in their books. Mm-hmm. That's why you have so many street look books and they're not the same. All the pens are different because mm-hmm. every author has a different signature. I got that door from Aaron Bebo. He tell everybody that. But you got you have your own personal signature that says who you are. She styles Absolutely. has her own signature, her own style. Cash got his. Everybody got their own style. And it's never going to be Absolutely. the same because I could pick up somebody's book and be like, Ugh. and then pick up somebody else's book and be like, oh, my goodness. And it's and it's all starting in right. the hood. It's all got the same little elements, but it's the way that they put it together. They creativity in the way um, that they flow. That's right. Even with the titles, you know how people get mad about their titles? I can't tell you how many times Takara says, so-and-so is writing a book, and it's my title, boss lady. You know, I dropped the cover a while ago, and I have to uh-huh. tell her all the time, the way you write it and the way they write it, it ain't going to be the same day. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. You write like you know how to write, and you give everybody your money for their money, period. And I always tell you, stay, when you stay in your own lane, it ain't going to drop it. Period. Right. That's right. Right. Uh-huh. Well, I'm going okay. back to listening to y'all. I just All right, we'll put you back in the queue. We appreciate you. All right, love. Thank you. We love it. So that was a boss lady. She she let it be known. I'm telling y'all, like I only got a little smack of her pen, and Ebony mm-hmm. is not lying. Her pen is fire. It is really dope. Um, mm-hmm. So y'all know here on Let's Chat, we like to do some things for them. We do like to have a little fun <laughs> with our guests. Oh, it's so crazy. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we like to have a little fun with our guests, and we like to have that fun because we think it's really important. Uh, a lot of times we have people that come and listen to the show, they listen to the replay, and they have not read that author before. And so we here on Let's Chat, we like to be able to that word of mouth. We like to be able to spark that fire uh, in readers' ears to say, oh, let me go check this person out. Let me see what this author has to offer. I've never heard about this person. What, what, what kind of books they got? And so we do that by live excerpts. Um, and so we're going to do a little live excerpt. Tony is going to give you a – she's going to give you two props. Now you're going to take those two props and you can create a new scene or you can place it in one of the scenes in your book with uh, one of your already characters that you already have established. However you want to run the scene, if you want to kill everybody off, if you want to make everybody fall in love, if, if somebody is horror, if you got fantasy going on, whatever you want, whatever genre you want to take it, it's on you, however you want to give it to us. 
Oh, we ran. Right. Go ahead, I love that little intro. <laughs> well, off the bat, you know, we are so excited to have you here in the chat room. And please, please don't let this be your last time. And also, we appreciate you filling up the empty corners of our jewelry box with those fabulous jewels that you dropped tonight. We, you, you were on point. But you. your two props tonight. You know, we want you to give a live excerpt, like we said. The first prop we're going to um, use is your, we want to use a Moroccan. And the second prop that I want you to use is a blindfold. So if you can use those two props in a live excerpt, like we said, with some of your existences, or you could create some new ones, because a lot have been created here in the chat room with these props. We want you to give us an awesome Live excerpt. At least you're not gonna sit here with our popcorn and our red cups and just mm-hmm. and tune in. <laughs> As we rock back and oh. forth, waiting in anticipation. <laughs> I'm doing okay. this, Natalie. <laughs> what was the first one? A Moroccan. What was it? Some some maracas. 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 You know, like the like the ones you stick together. Stick. Right. Oh, mar- maracas. Yes. And a uh-huh. and a blindfold. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God. You can do it, girl. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Jasmine smiled wickedly. I was always curious about my husband's mistress. There were nights when my body wondered just what kept my man wanting more and more of this woman. Why don't you find out she backed off from me nervously? What do you mean? I massaged her breast, planting a kiss of passion on her neck. What is she doing, Trey? Keeping my eyes on Trey, I watched as he stroked his manhood, which stood out long Moroccan. Before his queen and I, placed a kiss on each other's lips, she blindfolded me, smelling her every essence. My hands could no longer contain themselves. As I ran them up her dress, she wasn't wearing any panties. Something about me intrigues you. Why is that so? I questioned her, kissing her inner thighs. Yes, what is it about you that keeps my husband away from me? I could feel the heat coming from her, and I'm going to stop it there. Oh, okay, girl. I was like, what happened after that? I know. I got I to put my hand in my mouth waiting for her to finish it up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Wait a minute. She opened, she opened up with, I think this is what the third word she used. You said her Miss Arthur I love it. We love Thank it. We you. love it. We want you to, yes, we appreciate the snack. We love it. As readers, we appreciate it. We want y'all to go on out and get y'all one click popping. We want you to tell everybody about any events that you're going to be attending. Um, where everybody can get your books and all of your social media. 
Um, well, of course, I'm on Facebook at Sakara Wilson. But wait, let me tell y'all, there are a lot of Sakara Wilsons on Facebook. You would be surprised at, I'm surprised at how common that name is, but mm-hmm. it's there. And that's my original name. Um, also, author Vet Wilson. Um, that's my second page. On Instagram, it's at Vet and Twitter at Vet underscore Wilson. And those are my social medias. Um, I have an Amazon author page, which is Author Vet Wilson. And you can just go to Amazon, type it in, all of my novels will pop up. And you can follow me too. Also on Goodreads at Author Vet Wilson. Oh, that's everything. Awesome. That Brandon girl. Hey, y'all remember. That's right. And y'all remember, she helps people write synopsis. So if you're an author and you're struggling, hit her up. Get you some Absolutely. of that. Get some assistance. Absolutely. Well, we I'm so appreciate available. you coming to kick it with us. Absolutely. See, Thank y'all you. always available to help and be of assistance. She wants to pour into y'all, and we appreciate that. So if y'all need help, don't sit there struggling over your synopsis for 45 days. Get you a little help. <laughs> opportunity ladies also before I go real fast I am also mm-hmm. a ghostwriter I have both written before so if anybody needs help just hit me up all right now <laughs> you better work it girl y'all heard that she just dropped some jewels make sure y'all guys set her up thank you for having and, me and see this is the thing you are more than welcome and I'm glad that she's shouting that out because you know as an author Book money is slow money, and you have to always step outside of the book sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of Absolutely. the time, you have to step outside of the book. And your whole brand is not just your pen. Your whole brand is you, your creativity, your love for the craft, your va- your vision, your passion. And so sometimes your skill helps you create mm-hmm. that, that other's income that is still attached to your writing, but it allows you to make money. Um, so we want to, that's another jewel we want you to just keep in mind that you want to think of multiple streams of income, um, different things that you can do to tap into it to help expand yourself, expand your brand. And I'm glad that she brought that up. What's your website? Mm-hmm. Um, my website is still being prepped. It's not up and running yet. So mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. moment, but I will share the link once it's up, but at the moment it's, Amazon or the Diamante website and mm-hmm. follow me on my social media account. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Lisa, I'm Absolutely. not sure if that hand up is a question for that. You know, I know the other hand is nope. our next guest. That's Did our you next see that? guest. Both of them? We have two no, hands. I don't we have 360481. Okay, Hold let on. me bring that in right quick. Okay. Welcome Hello. to the chat. 
Hi. Hi, ladies. This is Jane Panola. Hi. Hi. How are you? (laughs) First, before I speak to your beautiful guest, my beauty as I call her, um, ladies, as soon as I heard Aaron's, as soon as I heard Aaron's voice, that took me back, way back. (laughs) Remember? Oh, yeah. Did we have some thrill of our radio? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Anyway, <laughs> hey, this show is great, ladies. You guys are really dropping the jewels for the authors. That's wonderful. Thank you. That's we really appreciate you. Oh, and we thank good. you for always supporting us. <laughs> she always supports oh, us. Always. 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 We appreciate I, uh, you for that. I have a lot of the young authors or, or authors that are just starting out will come to me and ask me, you know, who's good at mm-hmm. this and that, and I always steer them towards you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. And you, like you said, we have our lovely guest, Arthur Vett, in the chat room. Oh, let, let me tell you about her. She's not only, <laughs> I call her my beauty because she's not only beautiful on the outside, but she is beautiful on the inside. She is uh-huh. a wonderful person, and she's a phenomenal author. And, mm-hmm. I mean, that Ebony, man... They are they are a pair together. <laughs> they, they are the best, but they're not Aww. just great writers. They're good people, and uh, mm-hmm. I had to get that Thank shout you. out in. I really want to listen to Mr. J too and find out how do you say his name because he's pretty damn good too. <laughs> I know, right? You know, Lucy and I we could jack a name up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Chakora, I love you, baby. I love you too, Mama. All right, honey. I love you. Too, Thanks so much for calling. Me. You're welcome. We got to put you back in the queue, okay? Yep, that's fine. Okay, good night. She is such a good supporter, you know. She has supported Absolutely. us. Absolutely. And one. reader. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We so appreciate you guys coming to kick it with us today. Um, you know, you're welcome anytime, but. Thank you. You're very welcome. You have a great evening, okay? You too. Thank you, ladies. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm more than welcome. I love this. I love the leash. She's so sweet. <laughs> she is. She's so sweet. I love it. She is so sweet. But y'all, her mm-hmm. pen, her pen ain't nothing nice. She's sweet, but her pen ain't nothing nice. I tried to tell y'all. Her pen ain't nothing nice. Fierce, huh? But uh, I, I love <laughs> it. Is. It is. It is. And it's gritty and it's nasty. She got a nasty pen and she ain't sending another Starbucks to have no tea either. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those who listen to Let's Chat know that, you know, we feel like uh, as readers, if you want to let let it be nasty, if your character is going to be nasty, if your scene going to be nasty, then let that thing be nasty. If not, you better send a ass to Starbucks for some coffee and conversation. Don't be on here uh, trying to give us no book with no long, drawn-out, seven-page sex scene, ain't nothing going on. I mean, it's like watching paint dry, like, oh, my God, are they still there? So we like them authors that like to bring it to you and get it going, get it, gun- get it done. So we have our next fabulous guest. I call him Jay because we we gonna see who's 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 closest to the name. I'm gonna say Tony because I don't know how to pronounce the name. Mr. McIntosh is in the building. How are you doing today? Welcome. Is he with us? Is your phone on mute? 
Oh, am I on mute? There you go. Hey. Okay. Hey, I'm great. How are you all? We are good. We are good. Thanks for joining us this evening, Mr. McIntosh. Now, okay, let it out. Who's the closest to the pronunciation? Okay, well, let me hear yours. Okay, I. this is Tony. I said it's Jazir. Okay. Alish? I just say it's Alish? Jay because I don't know. Well, you were, you're correct, Tony. You're correct. Really? You pronounce oh, really? it exactly ding, ding. right. <laughs> ding, yeah. ding, ding. Yeah. Well, welcome to Let's Chat. Hey. I've actually been on like 10 minutes. Um, I didn't hit one, but I've been listening to what y'all been saying. Mm-hmm. That's all right. So you got to tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your little very journey. Okay. Um, I've been writing for the last past three years. I recently signed in January with Mystic Knights, Sonny Giovanni. I was traded oh, to, we know yeah, I was traded. Yeah, yeah, that's my personal. But, um, I was traded to the mother company after I was Christine Gray. Um... I released my first book last month. My first book is called Love's of Deception. It's a five-part series. The genre is considered to be African-American romance with a hint of urban. Um, I also write paranormal. I have, like, seven books. Yes, ma'am. I also have, like, seven books complete. Um... Have two Larry Ashley. One is published already and the second one's going to publish right now. So it's been a long journey to get to where I am actually. I felt like giving up a lot of times when um things were kinda hard for me. Mhm. Um I went through like two deals that went down. They went like south. And I was like so discouraged to give up, but I did. Um, it's been a long journey, you know, but I love mm-hmm. writing. It's so fun. I love, I love it. You know, mm-hmm. I, love so I got writing. a question for you. This is okay. Leisha. So hey, how has your pen grown from the first time you sat down to pen your book um, to actually producing and publishing that book? I want to know how, what was it? What did it feel like when your first, when your book was, when that link came out, when that book was published? What was that feeling? So I want to know the growth in your pen, and I want to know how did it feel once you were able to get that finished product out? I felt a heavy weight lifted off my shoulders. You know, I felt like achievement. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm a professional published author. If I'm going to sell five books. I'm published. I'm a professional author, which is my goal. Um, it felt great. It felt awesome. I initially was signed with a publisher by the name of Syed Salam. I'm not sure if you ever heard of him. Um, uh-huh. He was my mentor and close friend at one time. Um, I'm like, 
I'll say like 65% of everything I know about writing, revising my books, like pretty much everything to do with writing, he instilled in me. He -hmm. was my mentor, and he guided me in the right direction. Um, So I thank him for everything that he taught me and showed me. But when Mm -hmm. I first started writing and when I went down, and I showed him my work, he was like, well, you got a lot of work there. When he showed me how to revise it, he was like, that could be three, four books right there you got. So uh-huh. he helped. Yeah, so he, because I, I didn't know anything about writing. All I was doing was just writing. I mean, I was just freestyling. Because I've always mm-hmm. loved reading in school. Um, I've read at least 2,500 books, if not more. Um mm-hmm. So reading has always been something I love to do. But when I started writing, I was just freestyling, and I had no direction. I was just writing, and he showed me how to perfect my skills. So yeah. I thank him for that. I love it. Absolutely. So being, being a new author, uh, being a new published author, what are some of the things that um, – you have learned when it came down to writing your synopsis. Uh, we're talking about, uh, it's our It's Lit Thursday. We're talking about writing synopsis, and we know that that's a, a struggle for a lot of authors. Um, what jewels can you drop on them when it came down to learning how to uh, write your synopsis? Mm, well, your synopsis, that's like your, that's your sales pitch. You know, you got to really mm-hmm. sell your book with the sales pit. And I remember when I gave Saeed my synopsis, he was like, Whoa, kid, you know, you you going in on the synopsis, it's like I couldn't have did it better myself. And I was like, Thank you. You know, so when you mm-hmm. are preparing your synopsis, that's your sales pitch. That's like your presentation your pre presentation for your book. So you gotta put your all in that. I saw a post on Facebook the other day when um somebody had a post and it was like, Do you do authors, should all authors put a synopsis in their book? And I'm like, yeah, of course you should because that's your that's your sales pitch. That's your presentation. Mm-hmm. You know, so I put my all in my synopsis. I, I go in on it. I go in on my synopsis. That's part of the draw of a reader, you know. Sometimes, you know, Lisa, if you were opening up the show talking about Synopsis. I'm sorry, because this is Tony. We have to remember to differentiate ourselves because we sound so much alike. Sometimes you can go into the library or a bookstore and just read synopsis after synopsis after synopsis, you know, just to get a feel. I know I find myself, I used to do that. And you walk away, you may have gone in there for one book, you could walk away with three or four because of the power of a synopsis. So it is so important. Like you said, it's, 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 your, it's your sales pitch, it's your money, it's your trump card. So those synopsis are so very important to um, to readers. Absolutely. I, I definitely agree with that. So talk about what we can expect uh, out of your pen with this uh, release you have. Um, <clears throat> for the people who've had the chance to read Love, a deception. The sequel picks up where everything left off in the first. Um, 
The storyline is great. It's a multi storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got like I've got like so much going on in the book. Like, um, I have like two main characters and three, four side stories, and the characters are all intertwined somehow. Either they're friends with one of the other characters, and some of them may not even meet up in the book, and a lot of them don't. Maybe two, three of them at tops. Um, I had a reader read my book about three, four months ago before it was actually published, a test reader. And they said, you know what I can compare your book to? And I was like, what? They said, the movie Crash with Ludacris and Lorenz Tate. And are y'all familiar with that movie I'm talking about? Leash is the movie expert. <laughs> uh, what's the movie it's, a movie, it's a movie Crash. called Crash. Okay, Ludacris is in it. I heard about it, it but I've never Tate. seen it. Okay, and I'll tell you um, who else plays in it. Um, what's the guy's name from um, what's that show everybody likes? Um, the dude from Hustle and Flow, Terrence. Mm-hmm. Terrence Howard. Terrence guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in it. Okay. His wife in the movie, his wife is like, um, essentially assaulted by a police officer. Um, he gets pulled over. He gets arrested because he's black and they got like a nice vehicle. Anyway, um, they've got their own story. Then that same police officer, his father's got something going on. He's dying. Um, mm. and at the end of the movie, um, Lorenz, not Lorenz, um, Terrence Howard's wife, her car flips, and it catches on fire, and that same police officer tried to rescue her out of the car. Then she, when she comes conscious, she sees him, and she has a flashback, and she starts passing out. So she don't, wanna, she don't want him to help her. And she really don't realize that the car is about to explode. So anyway, it's a good movie, but it's like multiple mm-hmm. storylines. Like, it's showing that there's so much stuff going on in people's life that you may not even realize. And you don't realize how your life can affect others. You don't, uh-huh. And a lot of people don't understand that the decisions that they make has an effect on people that you may not even know. Right. You know, so when the reader told me that my book was similar to that, meets romance, meets... A hint of urban, you know, that made me feel good. So, mm-hmm. uh-huh. mm-hmm. wow. Now, this is Tony. Um, I want to ask you. You know, it's it's not often that we we read or hear or even talk to uh, young black authors that write in the African American romance urban genre. What is that? What is the draw for you for that genre? Um. Okay. When I started writing, again, I had Mm -hmm. no idea what I was doing. I had just read a lot of urban novels, Mm -hmm. and I was following suit. That's what I was doing, and I tried to put my own twist on it. When I met Mr. Salam, who writes pretty much nothing but urban, um, Mm -hmm. 
I started asking him, what's the difference between urban, urban romance? What's the difference between romance, erotica? You know, I'm hearing all these different genres. Like, what is, what, what's the difference? What really makes the difference? So, it's not really a difference. Go ahead. So, my first book I wrote, it was, it has an abundance of violence in it. And when I read it, I said, no, I don't like this. No, mm-hmm. I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. The first chapter, people were dying. I'm like, nah. So I discarded mm-hmm. that whole book. I threw it away. Mm-hmm. So I went back to I went back to the drawing board. So I revised that first book like literally eight times to get it to where I wanted it. Wow. So eight times. Yeah, I did. Okay. So I was still using the genre urban romance with my book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when people start to read my book, they're like, that's really not urban. I'm like, you don't think? They're like, no, that's not even really no killing. You know, so that made me think, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't mark this urban romance because it's not truly urban. But I, there are urban aspects in the book. Mm-hmm. You know, but when so you say urban, what, when you say urban, what do you mean? Because urban really just means that it's in the city setting. That's technically you're correct. Um, well, actually, you mean more okay, street? You mean that it wasn't so street? It wasn't really street, street. There were street aspects. You're uh-huh. correct. There were street aspects because most of the people in the book are like professionals. Like one of my main characters is like a um personal trainer. Um, my main character Zion, he's in college. Um, he graduates college. He becomes a physical therapist, you know. So the girl he was with, she's rich. Um, her mom's racist. She forces them to break up. So mm-hmm. my guy Zion, he meets this black chick by the name of Alicia Granville, who's a mm-hmm. news reporter for ESPN. They fall in love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like a three-way love triangle. And then Allison... She just leaves out of Zion's life unexpected, and he don't know why. And, you know, Allison's mom threatens him, and she's like, you need to leave my daughter alone. So she forces the relationship to see so. And Zion is, Zion is actually from Jamaica. And, and, and Zion was a part of a really, really ruthless gang in Jamaica when his mom died when mm. he was like 10 years old. So this guy mm-hmm. took him in. So Zion ended up going, coming to America through some friends of Ashley was his school teacher in Jamaica, and she used to be a teacher in America, and she was cool with some rich people who she took their kids with them. So that's how Zion comes to America, and is raised by white people from the age of thirteen, fourteen to. He gets old. He's got, he's got like, the Webster thing going on. So the guys who he was raised up with in Jamaica, they moved to New York. And he runs into them. They're adults. And they're like, hey, what's up, man? What you got going on? You know, you rocking with us or what? So Zion's, like, pushing the corner, like, hey, man, I'm trying to do something positive with my life. You know, I ain't rocking like that no more. So he has to battle with that. 
And then he has to battle with the heartbreak. The girl broke his heart. He finds new love. And, you know, it's all kind of stuff going on. Mm. Wow. And how are you able to keep up with it? You know, do you have, like, a board, you know, like 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 an outline? You know, when you have so many things going on at once, it's, sometimes it's hard to, to keep it all together and also to make it all make sense, if that makes sense. <laughs> Exactly. You're you're absolutely right. Um, again, the way it's a multi storyline. So like I said, there's a lot going on, there's a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. And each one of those characters are intertwined with the other. Okay. So it kinda makes them become the other characters become relevant. Like it all makes mm-hmm. sense and it all ties together. Okay, as long as it all works together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, here on Let's Chat. Go ahead. There's five, there's five books to this series, so, you know, it's going to take a little while wow. to get this story told. That's okay, mm-hmm. but you got it. You have the, the creativity. You got your paranormal. I mean, I'm excited to see what's going to be on the horizon from you than different. I don't think we have enough black authors that write fantasy or paranormal or even romance. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you be, you decided to step into that uh, that field and be able to fill that spot because I don't think we have enough. Well, you know, here mm-hmm. on Let's Chat, we like to do something a little fun. Yeah, I don't know how nervous so, I was about ask- doing this interview. Huh? You nervous? You don't have to be nervous. Why was you nervous? I was so nervous. I was so nervous and anxious. Like really. I'm serious. Why? Yeah, because I was. I was telling Lisa. I was telling Lisa and I'm like, are we gonna do like a pre-interview, like a warm up? I don't want to mess up. No, sir. <laughs> you know? I ain't never heard of that. No, sir. I ain't never heard of it. I ain't never heard of that. <laughs> No, sir. I don't know nothing about that. I don't know what that is. Oh, right. Let's, do, let's, do pre, let's do a pre-warm-up. Let's, let's warm-up, man. Mm-hmm. We're we going to be easy on you. Right we, we, ain't gonna, we ain't going to do you. We, we got you covered. We're not going to do you bad. It's going to be very fun. Tia's going to give you a fun question, and we're going to make it do what it do. I'm excited because I don't know what she's going to ask you. I'm just saying. You a man, so I can't say clutch your pearls. I'm just going to say, uh, just loosen up your tie and sit back. Ain't no telling what she going to ask, but I'm excited for the answer. Go ahead. Oh, my God. I'm still laughing at the pre-interview. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. You know, you, you gave me a good chuckle at the end of um <laughs> that. But I have a fun question for you, so don't be nervous. All right? Okay. Don't be nervous. Okay. Um. Your fun question tonight is kind of a brain teaser. Are you good at that? Mm, Sometimes. You're going to be good. You're going to be good. This is quite easy. Your brain teaser tonight is, a farmer had nine sheep and all but seven died. How many did he have left? All but seven died. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the answer within itself. So how many did he have left? Seven. Oh, see, look at that. That's the answer. <laughs> so hard, was it? See, see how easy that was? Next time we can't guarantee it's going to be that same way. 
Look, look, that's next right, time I we guess. can't guarantee that's going to be the same thing. I'm just like, you know, we can't yeah. guarantee that's going to happen next time. That was the most <laughs> easy on my board. That was the easiest hey. one on my board. <laughs> Well, I thank you for see, that. See, <laughs> Yeah, but next time you come on, we're going to need you to be ready, though, because they ain't going to be that easy. Okay. <laughs> you, only get, you only get one easy pass. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we only do it one time, one time. But we appreciate you coming and kicking with us in the chat room. We want you to shout out all of your social media uh, and where everybody can get your books. Okay. Well, I'm on Facebook every day. Um, Jazzy McIntosh. I'm the only one. Um, mm-hmm. That's pretty much the only social media platform I'm currently using. My books on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, Love of Deception is on sale at Amazon right now. The sequel should be out before the month. So we're. Um, okay. I'm in multiple groups. I'm not hard to find. Like I say, I'm on Facebook every day. Uh-huh. Either promoting, Absolutely. networking, talking with uh-huh. authors, you know, trying to build my brand, trying to get known. Um, not hard to find. Okay. Not hard to find well, at all. Good. Well, at least I'm not sure if that's now, we got a hand one of our guests. Yeah, we, yeah, you see it? No, that's not the mm-hmm. next guest, but we do got a hand up. Uh, I might that might be Dylan, but let's just take a hand. We got eight one eight five three three. You're live in the chat room. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello. Can you hit that for me? Okay, hold on one second. Okay, there it is. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. Hi, welcome. Hey. What's going on, ladies? Thanks for having oh, me on Dylan. here. My name is Dylan. Hi, Chad. Dylan. Yeah. Hi, Dylan. I'm blessed. I really appreciate you ladies having this platform for all of us to tune in and show support. Well, thank you. Yeah, more than welcome. We appreciate you always thinking of us. Yes, you always thinking of us, sharing your your, uh, artists with us. We have your next artist. We got Trill coming in here. He's going to tear down the chat room door, so we're excited about that. We're going to put you in the queue. We're going to take care of this guest that we have now, and we're going to bring in Trill, and we're going to talk that talk. Definitely. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Trill Trey. Go cop that sentiment. Boy. Awesome. We gonna get back to you, okay, Dylan? Yeah. Okay. All right. We stop. Jaz- Jazir. Is it Jazir? Yes, that's my name. Okay, I'll, be mess- I'll-, I'll mess up the name real quick. I'm just gonna stick for Jay. you coming to kick it with us in the chat room you know you are welcome back anytime we can't wait for your paranormal books to come out 
make sure you send us make sure you send us a little link so we can share that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely is, that a, is that our next guest week or is this another call from Mr. McIntosh? The two one two one zero number. Uh no. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Hit uh, hit okay, that one I'll... for me, Chief. Okay, we're going to bring in 210346. Welcome to the chat room. What's your name and where you calling from? Hello, ladies. My name is Candace, and I'm calling from San Antonio, Texas. Hi, hey, Candace. Candace. Welcome. Oh, I, I know hey, who that is. Hey, how are you guys? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's me, here. Yes, I said I was going to tune in to support you tonight, and I've been listening the entire time. Great interview, oh. ladies. Great job, Jazeera. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Candace got an interview and everything. Where's the picture? <laughs> you're welcome. It was a nice interview. Oh, thank you so thank much. Thank you so, so much. happy you enjoyed it. <laughs> Sorry, what did you guys Did you have me? anything you want to say? You have anything you want to share with Jazeera? Uh, you know, um, it's pretty basic, but I don't think I heard him say what his, you know, what his favorite genre is to read personally. Mm-hmm. I would like to know that. What, because a lot of times you would be shocked how many authors don't actually read in the genre that they write. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, like right. I, I've met so many authors that they write, they may write urban fiction, and yeah, they read it, but they're like, oh no, I like James Patterson or I like Stephen King. So who do mm-hmm. you read for pleasure? You just you you actually just called it right. James Patterson or Stephen King? Yeah, and Stephen King and Stephen King. I've read I've oh. read more Stephen King books than any other author besides Dean Koontz. I love Dean Koontz. Okay. I probably read. I probably read like maybe thirty-five Dean Koontz books, maybe twenty-five <laughs> Stephen King books. Mm-hmm. I read The Stand. I, I read the whole Dark Tower series. Um, mm-hmm. it's like eight books of that. Um, right. I read pretty much everything from Stephen King. Okay, cool. Last and week, I also wanted to say one last thing too. I also wanted to say one last thing. I heard you saying, yes, you know, ma'am. about choosing the genre and, you know, at first that, you know, you just didn't like, you know, the harshness of your first draft or your first book or whatever. And I just want to say that I appreciate the fact that you're a male delving into a little bit of urban romance. I like that because mm-hmm. there aren't that many male writers that do that as well. So I appreciate you exactly. being Yeah, I'm like a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we so appreciate yeah. you, Candace, coming out to sh- to listen in uh, and give him some support. We appreciate you. We're going to put you back in the queue. We want to continue to listen to our next fabulous guest. You are more than welcome. Have a good evening, Candace. Thank you. You guys. Hey, hey Lisa. Lisa, Tony. Okay. Yes. 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 Candace, Candace is a sweetheart. Like seriously, like she helps me out. Like she helps me out with so much stuff, so much advice. Like if I Mm -hmm. inbox her at like two in the morning, she's probably gonna be up working. Like 
If I need some, yeah, seriously, like she's a workaholic. But mm-hmm. I, I love her work ethic, and she genuinely is a sweetheart. But like, she is taking out like hours out of her time to assist me with work, like things I don't, I need to know the answer to. If she can give me like a solution to my problems, she she will she will mm-hmm. do that, and I appreciate that. She's a sweetheart. She really is. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. You need those in your corner. She's so supportive. Absolutely needs that support. And and you know, some of these authors be like, author support, author support. I'm for author support. Like, Mm. Candace is about that life. You know what I'm saying? She's really Mm. about that life. And she's a sweetheart. That's it. We need more of that. Well, we so appreciate you you coming to kick you with us today. You know that you are welcome back anytime. We appreciate you bringing Candace along so that she can experience us. Hopefully, she continues to listen. Well, thank you. You're welcome. You, you have a great rest welcome. of your evening. All right. Thank y'all for having me. Y'all take care, okay? Okay, you too. You too. Okay, bye. That was a good interview, Lee. I enjoyed that. He's so sweet, y'all. He really is. Just, just the author, author-wise, man-wise, just his thought process. He just—he's an author that really interacts. That's the best part um, about being an author. It's really important. Interaction is key, and he does interact with his readers. Uh, great conversation. Mm-hmm. Just his mind process. Um, just as a mm-hmm. man, just in general. So I appreciate mm-hmm. him coming to take time out. We got our next fabulous guest. We got. Mississippi artist, uh, Trill Trey, up in the chat room. We got that That's 601. Right. You see that, Steve? Yep, he's in the chat room. Welcome. Hey, how y'all doing this evening? Oh, we see, are now good. you get ready. Get me twisting and turning. Yeah, come in here like Denzel. Come in here like Denzel. And then when you got to put a country accent on it, like, Everything is good. Everything is good. So you got to tell everybody a little bit about yourself and, and your and your journey into the music. Uh, well, my name is Trey Trey. I'm from Vicksburg, Mississippi. I came in the game at a very early age, you know, more learning, you know, how the industry is. Also, you know, taking risks into the game, had a whole lot of ups and downs, and I'll just continue, you know, to keep going on my journey, you know, and represent who I am, you know, and represent my culture, you know. Mm -hmm. That's all I can say about myself. Absolutely. Now, what was going on in your world when you decided to sit down and and get into music and you, you... You wrote your first song. What was going on at that time in your life when you said, I think I, this is something I want to do? I mean, I grew up kind of rough, so therefore, you know, I never had nothing I could express myself in music was that rock. So when I found uh-huh. it at an early age, I just kept going, you know, polished my tools. That's what I like to call it, you know, and I just do, you know, what I do, you feel me, because I love to music so much and everything about it. So just got a person being handling my business with it. That's what I'm going to say. All right. 
Now, now, Trill, do we call you Trill? What I mean, you know, let us know what, how we supposed to. Yeah, hey, you can call me. You know, just call. You can call me Trill, Trey. You know, you can call me. You know. Okay, I'm gonna call you TT. Nah, nah. <laughs> oh, nah, you know nah. that? Now you said. Yeah. Now you said. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
So you got to be on on pace of what you're doing. Did I answer your question, you know, according to how you asked my, my daughter and I was to say? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, because I asked your opinion about the evolution of, of, of music. So however you want to give it to us, that's how we was going to take it. So we appreciate you giving your input. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, you know, but music has always been going on forever. You know, music is an industry that never would die out. I don't care what nobody say, because no matter where you go, you're going to hear music. You know, you going shopping in an elevator, in your car, on your home, mm-hmm. you know, day to time. You're going to hear music, so regardless, it's going to continue to elevate. Mm-hmm. But but to, to piggyback off what Leisha said about, you know, your interpretation, everybody interprets music differently. So you always look, look to um, learn from others' interpretation, like, I might interpret something one way, and then you express your interpretation, and you kind of like, well, okay, you know. So it's always looked at differently, just like when you read in a book. Everybody interprets it differently, so it's so important to express that interpretation. So it can never be a wrong answer, and I think you answered it fabulously. You know, I truly appreciate that. You know. I used to be a reader, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm more like a hands-on person, you know, and I don't uh-huh. need anything unless I have to. I rather think, and I also like to write. So I'm a different type of, you know, introvert, I rather say. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not around a lot of people, So, but I do pay attention to what's going on in the world, you know, and I learn from it and just keep going, you know. Mm-hmm. You pay attention Absolutely. to what's going on. <laughs> So when you tell us about your album, tell us about your project. Um, my upcoming project or my previous project? I'm gonna ask you about that. Yeah, upcoming project. Um, my upcoming project is called Um Trio Testimony Two. You know, Mind Over Matter. Basically, you know, it's just talking about my journey throughout my you know life in this world. And I'm going to keep involving with this music, you know. That's basically what it is is from my personal point of view, I'd rather say. Mm. And so what can we expect from some of the songs that you have chosen to be on the project? Well, you're going to expect a different part of, you know, what everybody else is talking about. You're going to find, you know, like y'all say, it's kind of, it's not too much of love, but you're going to feel every aspect, you know, in a different point of view, you know, because I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about what I've been through, how, you know, everybody else is doing in this world, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about my, basically my everyday life, my, you know, love life, just a little aspect of it, not too much, but, you know, I'm just representing and just doing me, you feel me? Mhm. Mm. Now, who do you listen you to? Gotta, what what who, what type of music do you like to listen to? Uh, it depends on how I'm feeling, you know. I like to focus on a whole lot of, you know. Con- I ain't gonna say too much of conscious music, but I like to, you know, listen to reality music. You know, something soulful. I like. I think I make soulful music. Something's gonna connect to your soul. And like I said, you can listen to dancing music all day. You're you going to get tired, you know. 
You got to think about what's going on in this world, you know. That's what type of Mm -hmm. music I like to listen to because that's what I get inspired about. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So you like to listen to different types of music that help inspire you. Um, If you could describe your style in five words, what words would those, what words would you choose? You say, and how many words we are? I, I, I couldn't quite grasp that question. Can you? That's okay. If you could use five words to describe your style, what words would you use? How would you describe I mean, your writing style? How would you describe your music style? How would you describe your flow? I mean, it's inspirational, you know, it's inspiring. Energetic, soulful, you know, and also give you a reflection on the entrepreneur's spirit, you know. Uh, I got one more. Uh, I just keep it real, you know. That's what I am. You feel <laughs> every day. I like that. I like that one. Keep, keep it real. <laughs> no, no. Let me just talk about myself real quick. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You gotta create your own lane, and in your own lane, you can't be ashamed to be you. It's all right. That's how people get to be able to experience you, to want to go out and and, and go on sound for iTunes and pick up your album because they get to experience you. And your personality is just the way that that you are. And so as, as, as people that purchase music, we appreciate that. We appreciate being able to... Um, experience are the artists that we enjoy. I think that's why Cardi B has done so well because we we're able to experience her. Um, we get to see the, the the true side of her, and she does. She's not ashamed to be able to share that with us. So we love it. You, you know, it's okay. Well, so you know, I just can't be nobody else but me. You know, and the only thing I can do is just try to be a better me at the end of the day. You know. That's right. That's you. <laughs> but when it comes down to writing, have you ever had times where you have you've had writer blo- writer's block and you've had to get over that where you just it, it just wasn't clicking, the the beats was just wasn't flowing the way you expected. Have you just had those moments where it's like it's it's not there yet? I mean, yeah, as an artist, I can't speak for anybody else, but, yeah, it happens, you know. That's why people always practice on their craft because they can come back to something, you know, something else I'd rather say because, you know, I can write a whole verse and I might not just be be in that same element, you know, and I have to come back to it, you know. It's just a part of music. I look at music as a puzzle. You got to put things together, and you can't force it because when you force it, then, it ain't going to work accordingly, I'd rather say, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, that's yeah, sometimes, yeah. Uh, it's just like a writer in a book. If you want to talk about, I, I try to write my own book. I'm trying to write, you know, it's just, sometimes writing is not for me, you know. But, you know, you don't have a writer's block. You're going to have one, but in due time, you're going to polish. That's, you can use writing as a tool. You're going to polish your tools. You know, and persevere mm-hmm. until your story is done. I rather say. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's good. Now, so okay, do you perform? You want to write? Go ahead, see. Yeah. Okay, I was see. gonna ask him. Does he, does he perform live or does he do studio? I mean, what what how how do you bring your music to your to your audience? 
I have did both before, you know. I have performed multiple event shows. Also, mm-hmm. you know, appear, you know, as an amateur and also at home, you know. I, prof- I ain't going to say too much of a professional level, but I have published my music through stores. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, I have mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. so many things in this industry. You know, I don't know everything. It's still a, a journey, like you guys used earlier. You know, I'm still mm-hmm. on my journey, mm-hmm. and hopefully I can make it to my destination successfully, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to speak it into existence right right here tonight on yeah, this yeah. chat. Absolutely. We're going to speak that. We're going we gonna to speak your book. You know, and it probably just takes some time because sometimes whatever you want to get out, it got to sit in your spirit for a minute. And maybe you got to get mm-hmm. your album popping the way you want to before you decide on going into just a different project, just taking your writing into a, a different type of level. But you have a, if you have mm-hmm. a story, you always want to be able to share that because you're going to teach other people through your story. You're going to, you know, help other people through your story. Sometimes they need to hear um, that they're not alone. Sometimes they need to hear that um, it's, it's, a, it's a different version of life that can happen for you. And so sometimes it's nothing wrong. you got to share your story to be able to um, be able to, to, to grab people and, and take them to the next level and take yourself to the next level. Mhm. Yeah, you're right about this. Absolutely. So we we got <laughs> your song here. Cool. We want you to introduce before we play your song. Uh, we want you to introduce your song to us. We got the dirty version because it didn't make no sense. But might as well just give it to. We want we want to feel how you want to give it to us. We don't want you to sugarcoat it and water it down. We want we want <laughs> the real. The real thrill. So we want you to talk about your song a little bit. I mean, it's basically a form of, you know, expression, speaking how, you know, I feel about what's going on within my life, you know, and also just expressing to the world because, like you said, other people might feel the same way, you know. It's just my lane, and I'm just in focus in my lane and speaking on what I got going on. I can't worry about everybody else, you know. And that's what this song represents. I'd rather say it's a form of expression. It's called sentiment. You know, a lot of people don't know what that word means. You know, it's just my form of expression. You know, it's my speech. And that's how I'm All coming right. to this industry. You feel me? We feel you. <laughs> that's a nice intro. Well, that's absolutely. We got sentiment. Hold on, hold on, y'all. He' about to make a trail for us. I've heard it; it's really good. So y'all are gonna enjoy it. Hold on, please. Okay. When they try to blame it on me, on me. When they try to blame it on me, on me. Try to blame it on me. Hey, try to blame it on me. First off, I'ma start by fuck your trap game Cause that thing ain't the same without and got played out with lame What's the point of selling? You ain't even stacking your chain What's the point of thinking? You ain't even using your brain I swear to never be another, never be another I swear I do this for my loved ones, do this for my loved ones I'm just trying to feed my people when my heel was steeper Fuck your brother keeper, was hating till he was a believer And why these niggas hating on me? 
But I know I got my blessings waiting on me One and only and I'm the trillest homie And if I don't ever make it with they blame it all on me On me Fuckin' the nigga, I gotta get it, gotta really handle being to keep my focus, be committed. Sometimes I keep my distance when these niggas start to trippin' and they feelin' like some bitches, they worse than some of these women, they ain't stoppin' nothing movin'. Nigga, I'm on my grind, ain't even about the money, the nigga don't waste my time, every nigga live it down. Nigga, I'm tryna stack, not subtracting, this effect is mean the way to get these racks. But I'm dreamin' platinum flat, told myself, fuck it, it's nothing if they bluffin', maybe I can turn my flaw. Into something. Oh, we hustling, we ain't disgusting, being in trust and no discussion. I remember when I acted a drunk and all up in public, but I know I really gotta get my shit straight so I can grind hard and try to share the cake for anime in my granny floor. Cold, can't wait till I see I had this game up in the stronghold. Only the Lord knows, so please bless my soul. You know this world cold, got me while I take my goals, even though they settle for less. Me, I want some more, no, we really need it, but I never did this shit before I swear to never be another, never be another I swear I do this for my loved one, do this for my loved one I'm just trying to feed my people when my heel was steeper Fuck your brother keeper, was hating till he was a believer And why these niggas hating on me? But I know I got my blessings waiting on me One and only and I'm the trillest homie And if I don't ever make it with they blame it all on me On me When they try to blame it on I truly appreciate it. I love it. Now the beat, the beat that came with it. Did you did you mix it or did you have it mixed or tell us about how you put the song together? Well, um, this kind of was a journey, you know. It was a, you know, a process that you know I had to gather much information as I can and put it into this one body of music to you know. Present to the world, world I'd rather say that's, that's all I mm-hmm. did You know I feel like Let me express myself The best way I can I just feel like You know It, it needed to be heard Because we hear so much Of the same music Everybody trying to Imitate somebody else It's just I feel like I had to represent Another route To present To the world That's what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. I agree. You know, a lot of people might, you know, a lot of people might not want to speak on that because they mm-hmm. talk about a, a certain selection of things, you know. Or, but I just want to express myself and do what I want to do in my route. I like it. <laughs> it was nice. I like it. That. It was it was real. Yeah, you got to keep it real. You know what I'm saying. It was trill. I'm sorry. I used the wrong L. <laughs> I'm just playing with y'all. We appreciate, we appreciate you coming to kick it with us. But we love to do fun things with our guests. So, musical guests, we don't leave y'all out. We got something fun for y'all to do. So, T is going to give you something. And we're going to do, we, we, need, we need a little, we need, we need some bars. We need, like, at least a good 16, I mean, eight, 
So oh, this, this is something to see. smack off. We're going to start the smack off. Start the smack off. See what you got for him. Well, I want him to put some bars together. I'm going to give you something to put in those bars. You know, you, 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 you're on the spotlight of less chat. I want you to include a raincoat, some Baja boots, and... <laughs> Well, I need a third one, Lisa. I need a third one. So a raincoat, Baja boots, and some lipstick. Let's 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 rhyme about that. Let's talk about that. Somebody put some bars for us. Uh, yeah, wow. Well, all right. Let me try to see what I can do. Okay. <laughs> Came over with some lipstick and a rain boots. Get it in. Fire truck, it's the truth, uh, real talk, it's wet, living proof, uh, yeah, it's like it's dripping down the roof, uh, speed it, nah, I ain't gonna go too wild for y'all, y'all say eight bar, right? Absolutely. 
he's so he's quiet spoken, but you know, you can tell I just love his first his personality, you can tell. Once you get to know him, it's like, Okay, he's true. I love it though. We you appreciate know, y'all coming to the like that. <laughs> I know. We appreciate everybody coming and kicking with us in the chat room today. We will see y'all tomorrow. We have three fabulous guests. We got Tasha DeMay. Shout out to Tasha DeMay. She has a new book coming out, y'all. So she's going to come in here and talk that talk about that. We have LaVon coming into the chat room. And, uh, you know, our favorite, favorite, favorite author. She always, always supports us, always looks out for us. And we appreciate Angie Liddell. Her and LaVon got a book that's about to uh, jump off. And so we're excited to have both of those authors in here to talk about those, that project. We will see y'all mm-hmm. on tomorrow. Same chat time, same chat channel. We out. Good night. When they try to blame it on me, on me. When they try to blame it on me. First off, I'ma start by fuck your trap game Cause that thing ain't the same without and got played out with lane What's the point of selling? You ain't even stacking your chain What's the point of thinking? You ain't even using your brain I swear to never be another, never be another I swear I do this for my loved ones, do this for my loved ones I'm just trying to feed my people when my heel was steeper Fuck your brother keeper, was hating till he was a believer And why these niggas hating on me?